After a one-month hiatus to be less shitty, we're back. Our own Judge Brett Kavanaugh Porter is here. <laughs> no, I'm not Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Not, yes, not yet. Not yet. You, you aren't. Are. Uh, we're hoping to get you. We're hoping to get you in. And then, of course, our own. Although I think my hair kind of looks like his, though. That's kind of fucked. Your there's hair. A lot of that look like yeah. There's, and I bet he likes visors as well. I would. I would absolutely believe that. And then, of course, our own Senator Lindsey Graham, Greg Fox. Greg the Silver Fox is here. No, um, Fox is not that fiery. He's got a laptop in his garage now, as, hey. as we just found out. Um, so we've, Man, I we, just came back from, you guys might like this, uh, the Rat Pack. Yeah, I just listened to them for the last two hours. What, you mean like the, you, you, no, first of all, the real Rat Pack, <laughs> rat pack is dead. Well, and, what are they called? Wait, so you've been listening to Sinatra? You know, the, the guys from college. The band. They're back. What is he talking about? I, no, no one knows you what he's talking about. Remember the Rat Pack? Yes, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr., Dean Martin. Martin, yeah. Yeah, the, the one from, you know, when they're at, like, the bars in wherever we went to college at. We're not uh, that old. I just remember Trippin' Billy's. You guys don't <laughs> remember this Rat Pack band? No. Nobody does. All right. Heck, All right. Nobody does, yeah. and nobody's interested. Um, so why have we been gone for a month? One, because our listeners have been cut in half. So we went from about 170. We're hanging out in the 80s now. Um, and uh, I've got the clap, but you've got diabetes. And we were down in the 50s. So we're, gonna, we re, we're reformatting the program to be less shitty. And that's our focus tonight. But uh, first of all, we're going to say shout out to all the struggleos and strugglets. Whoop whoop! Thanks for thanks for all your support. By the way, we haven't restructured anything, and this is going to be just as bad, if not worse, than all the rest of them. Yeah, but we had a phone call though. That was new. That's a whole restructure. Yeah, but that was like a month ago. That's true. That's true. Well, we were just kind of waiting for this, and there, and there goes Fox. By the way, and we we're just waiting for this Kavanaugh thing to really hit because I don't think there's any three, four tonight people that have better insight on this than us, to be honest. Well, um, I bet Ruth Bader Ginsburg has better insight than us. Is she dead? No, nah, she's still a judge. Oh, good point. I just turned it. I turned, uh, I was, I was in a hotel this week and I turned on the TV and all I heard was someone asking if he had rubbed his genitals on a lady some 20 years ago. And I'm just this, if this is what we've been reduced to. Anyways, moving on. All right, uh, Fox, if you're there, do we have any feedback or corrections? I don't know. Did you want to apologize to Chris Rock or not? Or Kid Rock, whatever his what? name is. Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Bad start. Bad start. <laughs> Kid Rock. We want to apologize to Kid Rock. Yeah, I'm, I, owe, I owe apology to Detroit's finest, uh, Kid Rock, who I, call, I called Bob Richard. His name is Bob Ritchie. Bob Ritchie. I think it's close enough, don't you? Yeah, it's definitely close enough. I do have a correction, though. Uh, I I think in the last episode, I claimed that San Diego Zoo was the largest in the world. That you might have. not true. Nope. Yeah, it's like only the third largest in the U.S. But here's an interesting point. 
Where do you think the largest zoo in the U.S. is? St. Louis. Anyone? No. It's not St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fox would know. Yeah, we stand. Don't fucking don't say Kansas. Don't Miami. you fucking say Kansas. It's not in Kansas. It's People in, in like, Miami have so it's much. It's in a pretty shitty place, though. It's in Columbus, Ohio, I believe. Columbus, Ohio isn't that bad. There's a major university there that constantly has rape allegations against the football team. You notice Kavanaugh? Yeah. Well, you'd know. Um, Anything else? Stop comparing me to that guy. Well, the way you landed on the Me Too movement last episode, I thought that would be your correction. Maybe you'd align with that more? Are you no, still... I'm actually more against it now. Hmm. Interesting stance. Um, I think that's going to get you place. Anything else, Fox? No, no. I think that, I mean, we're, you know, we're pretty on point most of the time. Uh, we're... Uh, we always got an obvious shout-out. We're going to spend some special time for one of our favorite struggleos, Burt Reynolds, who left us at this point three weeks ago, but when we wrote this outline, it was fresh. Uh, yeah. We'll spend some time with that, but let's get right to the meat and potatoes. Uh, what's Porter drinking? Uh, well, maybe a potential new sponsor. Um, I've been <laughs> drinking this uh, Noon Whistle Cosmo Pale Ale mm-hmm. alcohol, 5% by volume. And uh, I'm almost out because I've drank all of them. So, no, that's how many, it. How many did you buy? Two. Uh, I think about a, a dozen. Hmm. A baker's dozen, or just a regular dozen? Now they don't. You know, they should sell a baker's dozen, like just to be unique. But they didn't. <laughs> I had to buy uh, two sixers. But anyway, one one piece of feedback I forgot I did get from a friend of our guest who we'll introduce in a second said that successful podcasts put out regular content. And my response was, I think we're fitting right in our own lane by not putting out regular Well, here's contact. the thing. You have to be unique. If you want right. to be successful, you got to do your own thing. That's a good fucking point. It's a very good point. And you always uh, want to keep them wanting more. Or less in our, in our, uh, in our place. Uh, we can let her, uh, I know, mean, we'll start putting out more podcasts once the big sponsors come in and they just like force us to put out shitty stuff when we're not ready. Well, then I shouldn't have brought up the amount of listeners we had lost before chasing these sponsorships. That was probably a mistake. Well, I'm uh, pretty sure those sponsors know how many there are anyway, so that's, a good I, point. that's not really a problem. What it is is a good target audience. All right, so we're, we're available on all major podcast forums. You can actually leave a voice message for us on our Anchor. If you, if you look up anchor.fm. Struggling Radio, you can leave us a voice message. We'll play that on air. We're yeah, we need, we need more reviews. Like We need people reviews. To, to tell yes. us what they really think. If you're afraid yeah. to do that, then you're just a pussy. So okay. put it out there. Yeah, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Our, our Brett Kavanaugh. Just going right for the jugular. Uh, we're available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the other shit. Um, we'll introduce our guest in a second. We just want to tease this out a little bit. This was a group discussion that, um, you know, obviously this podcast is a, is a big supporter of the Leather Daddy community. Um, we're here to educate people on the Leather Daddy community. Can you just but, start saying instead of this podcast, uh, you, like your name? Uh, yeah, but we're a team, so we're all together in this. We've learned through a, aggressive uh, internet research that there is an annual international Mr. Leather and it does appear to be this May in Chicago. Um, 
Oh, really? Yeah, in Chicago. And I think you know what that means, Porter. That we're going to do everything we can to get you to represent our organization as a judge at the International Mr. Leather Contest. If we so, get a few more listeners, like you know, a couple thousand, I'll definitely do it. Hey, keep in yeah. mind, you can, I believe, pay us on. What are we on? Venmo? No, we have, nope, nope. We have, no, we haven't monetized it yet because this is we haven't put out any content worth paying for yet. But uh, we are going to reach out to the leather, International Mr. Leather community, and hopefully in the coming months, we are going to get a representative from their organization on this show. So stay tuned for that. Um, last I do year, like wearing vests, so I would, I would wear one of those leather vests. Yeah, they probably have leather visors, too. Less is more. seems kind of heavy. Plus, did you say less is more, Fox? That's, Jesus what, I, Christ. that's what I read on the, on the website, man. Do you want do we do we quote so you want to be a leather daddy at this point? Um just get a couple now nah, we don't. We didn't clearly prepare for that. Um so this we came into Mr. Bungle's my ass is on fire today uh because the focus of this episode is we have we have brought on a very special guest who will go by the name of Nurse Hulahan. Wait, what song did we come into? My ass is on fire? Mr. Bungle's my ass is on fire. Yeah, that's correct. Um it's pretty much on the nose. Hey, Fox, uh, you ever listened to that song before? No, I've missed it on... Uh... Yeah, it must be on uh, some oh, wait, special hold on. station. Hold on, Fox. Where do you listen to music, Fox? Spotify. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the radio? Yep, that's No, I was waiting for his answer, Porter. The, uh, the local Central Illinois radio, full of aggressive new songs. But uh, here to introduce our... It is hard trenches. to find much new music on the radio. Uh, you can find a lot of Maroon 5, if you like that. Can you um, believe that the Maroon 5 is doing the Super Bowl? How fucking pathetic is that? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I don't understand why the Gaslight Anthem hasn't done the Super Bowl yet, but that's neither here nor Anyone there. Anyone other than Maroon 5. Just put David Lee Roth in a fucking Leather Daddy outfit. That's way better. <laughs> that's actually great. So uh, we're going to bring our guest on now because if, if I'm correct, I believe she has a Leather Daddy story. We're going to introduce a In the Trenches registered nurse who's going to teach us a lot of things tonight. We'll get to the main segment in a little bit, but she's registered for now. After this podcast, she'll be probably fired. Probably fired. Yeah, probably (laughs) fired. Uh, But I believe you said you had a leather daddy encounter or well, it's, it's non-work related, but uh, what are we calling her? By the way, nurse Houlihan, nurse Houlihan. Okay. I mean, it's based off, her name is based off of Hot Lips for MASH. I felt like Hot Lips was a little aggressive. <laughs> or Houlihan, either or. Houlihan's is actually a bar I've been to. I think we need to call it Nurse Houlihan. Yeah, yeah, Nurse Houlihan. Good call. Respect the it title. Do- yeah. yeah, exactly. It doesn't hey, have to be work-related. This is great. What color <laughs> is your uh, normal uniform, Nurse? It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you guys go with those light blues, the, the we candy have to, stripes? We have to wear blue, yeah. Blue. Do you ever yeah. go to like those scrub shops and buy new scrubs? Sure. What? How much do those scrubs cost? Uh, they're the like. F- <laughs> this is the most boring line of questioning. <laughs> People don't know this shit. We're well, asking her questions. I walk by these stores and there's never anybody in there. Crazy. <laughs> well, open. now, now my, my career started before the internet was like, you know, as easy to order everything as it is now. Oh. So I had to go to scrub shops, but now I order everything online. Ah, Amazon. The, different types of scrubs are there. I mean, some oh, of them, oh my God. Oh my pictures God. on them. Are they like, like are they mostly drawstrings? I mean, so oh my God. 
<laughs> this is off the rails. It's it's like going to work in pajamas. They're very comfortable. But do you have like do the pockets are like too too narrow so like your no they're falls purposeful out? they're perfect. Oh okay. Do you have a beeper? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh my god, he called it a beeper. <laughs> what, I've seen him at the hospital. Uh, we, they... Well, the inpatient units have to carry a phone, but I work in the emergency room, so we just have like an overhead speaker. So when they need one of us, they just overhead us. They overhead you. Yes. So what? So what you're hearing here, Nurse Houlihan, is a concentrated effort <laughs> to move away from the leather daddy story, and I'm so, going to bring it right back because I'd love to hear it. So it's 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 not all right. So we were uh, in downtown Chicago because it is always held there, and uh, we were passing by, and there was a gathering of gentlemen outside the Hilton, and uh, it was it called the all, gathering. Isn't that what they call it? <laughs> no, but I, I did watch that. That was, uh, that was mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you did hit all the high points in that episode, though, of that documentary. I didn't gain anything by watching it. I You, hit you it could have learned it all here. It's an educational <laughs> I, podcast. I did, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got to share it with other people, so then that was, you know. Um, so we're did those people actually this- listen to the podcast, though? Apparently, based on the numbers, <laughs> they did. The, the, the rate is... Ratings are not good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're like... passing by this hotel, and there's a group of 75 guys outside smoking, wearing all different sorts of chaps and leather vests. Some are just wearing T-shirts, um, you know, just a multitude of different, you know. Do they have those, like, horseshoe mustaches, a lot of them? Some have that, like, full-on uh, village people leather daddy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a guy wearing a T-shirt that says, uh, "I have no gag reflex." Oh, wow! Well, this was this was years ago. Right. This was this was a solid decade ago. So this was before it was. You would see that as much as you even would now. So the next so year, did you stop and like look for a while, or did you just like kind of? Well, like, it's, they're walk? they're like lining the front of the hotel, so there's plenty to walk past in a good solid one minute. We got to get to this fucking thing. Man, we got we to so, be at this show. Well, wait, show. hold on. I've got rules about it. I've, I learned a little about it. Okay. So the next year, we're in town again, and we go to the hotel where they were holding it the year before, but they're not holding it there this year, and we eat lunch there. So seems... can, we, can we name this hotel? It will, we... that, that particular year was at the Hilton on like, Michigan. Oh, okay, really? like the Mad yeah. Mile Hilton, okay. Correct. So that in the South Loop. So you, then... you realize that this sounds... A lot less like a coincidence than just than, <laughs> and a lot more like you just going to the leather daddy show. Well, so we kind of wanted to check it out the next year. We were like, well, now we know about it. We can plan for it. So we kind of planned. We, we'd heard that it was in town Memorial Day weekend every year in Chicago. Um, so we went to the hotel thinking we might see it again, but we didn't see anything. So we had lunch there and we were asking the waitress about it. And she says that like there's, you know, everybody in the staff is given the option of whether they do or don't want to work that weekend. You have the full option to have the entire weekend off because if, you, if it's like not within your interest to work. And they make all the staff that decides to work sign like a NDA. Whoa. Yeah. Is it because these leather daddies might be what they say on the down low leather daddies? Well, that and it's. Uh, they run out the entire hotel. I forgot to mention that. So okay. they run out the entire hotel. So it's hotel. possible Staff that some the of these leather daddies debauchery. are like, say, potential executives. Oh, of course. Executives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just judges. straight debauchery in all of their conference rooms and ballrooms. And like, there's different events that go on during the weekend, plus whatever anybody's private activities are. 
So I could be having a continental breakfast if they didn't rent this all out. Maybe a bagel and just some yogurt. And dudes could be coming out with balls hanging out is what you're suggesting. But they rent out the entire hotel. Okay, good. Memorial Day weekend in Chicago every year. Gosh, Porter, put it down on your calendar. <laughs> clear clear your holiday. Memorial Day? Yeah, you don't have anything else. Yeah, nothing summer. going on. Yes. Caffeine, maybe. Yeah, well, the, it should be caffeine, but could be a live, a live, a live struggling radio from caffeine. It really should be. Um, so this might actually be hard hey, for hey, us to get hey, into. Hey, nurse, have you ever been fishing in a lake that's like ninety-seven degrees? No, it's a, yeah. it's a very specific <laughs> question uh, because we have because it's a power plant that's putting out its wastewater into a lake that we've eaten fish out of. It's a cooling, it's cooling water. It's not waste. It's cooling. Oh, then why is the water so fucking? Yes, yeah, so, oh, it doesn't feel very cold. Because that's the they use the water to cool the power plant that goes yeah. back into the lake. It's not waste water. It's well, it comes like... out hot. It's new. It's power plant water. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, and how do those bass react to this power plant water? <laughs> they all have cancer, and so do we. So um, back on task here. Back on task. First, Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, the thing about being in an emergency room, no, is you probably don't see a lot of cancer. Uh, the no. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, you see people find out they have cancer. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But, like, they thought they just had, like, a, a headache or whatever. No, they can't. Yeah. In the uh, ER, they drop that in the ER. They're like, well, Ooh, you have to. Mean, yeah. Is there, like, <sighs> a cancer yeah, those people got to be stupid, special right? Spot? No, it's like literally. I had a headache for three days. I have a brain tumor. Holy shit! It makes you so you guys, paranoid I mean, about every every. Did you guys like, like? Hey, do you guys want to go to the cafeteria and get some ice cream? We need to talk. No, you just tell them they have a tumor. God, you can't. Fucking I don't tell them anything. I don't get paid enough to tell anybody they have cancer. Good point. So back to the scrub color. Is <laughs> is is the color of scrubs? It's it's a little bit of like a class thing, right? Like certain people have to wear certain colors. They say right? it so that the patients can identify who's entering their room. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Doesn't it seem like it's a class thing, though? <laughs> I mean. Bit. I think it's a class thing because the only like cartoon figures I've seen is like at the vet office. What the fuck are you talking about? I have a question, nurse. <laughs> is there a good reason that they don't sell alcohol in the cafeteria oh, hospital? There's, there's a very good reason. <laughs> That's a very good question, actually. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that are depressed. There's a lot of people that are dying. And there's like also birth, you know, so like you need to celebrate. So why don't they sell alcohol in the cafeterias? Well, I would assume because most people are like in a pretty emotional state when they're there. So you usually don't want to like just pour booze on top of that. I feel like that was a. That's uh, not a good answer. Yeah, I feel like that was too. That's absolutely a good answer. What is wrong with you people? Well, it's just because it creates more problems for us. And we got to deal with it when you're drunk and belligerent. Name well, me. let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'll throw this out to five. Does this yeah. feel like an interrogation? Yeah. Yeah, so like, if you just wanted to open a bar and you had a bunch of customers right around, wouldn't throwing one in the middle of a hospital be a pretty good oh, idea? Well, it's yes. not. Yeah, it's there's. I mean, because places, well, there's definitely I mean, places that our patients come from. There's definitely places that people go after work to drink. Yeah, I every mean, hospital. Like, when your yeah. shift ends, sometimes don't you just need a fucking shot of whiskey? 
Not always. Uh, I wasn't I asking you, Reg. <laughs> You've Sometimes never you want to have shift. a beer in the backyard when you get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, they see people die. Gotten right to it. Um, listen, there are plenty of places to drink, Porter. I was at a pumpkin patch today that served alcohol. So, like, if you well, need to it's get a your smart pumpkin patch, I agree. I had I had a beer. I'm there. just saying, Reg, is that a hospital seems like a natural place where alcohol serving would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's aggravating that I need to bring my own beer in when I'm going <laughs> to the hospital. Sneak it. You have to sneak that in, actually, Porter. Yeah, they don't really check because they don't expect you to do that. But, yeah, you're right. Well, they will now, now that it's out there on the show. All right. Uh, do you have more interrogation questions, or can we move on? Well, I do have one question. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. So like there's, you. like, a uh, uh, Miss Miss Nurse uh, uh, Lula lady. Lula so there's yeah. a lot of uh, TV shows based on hospitals, like mm-hmm. ER, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago... Uh, Whatever, and there's uh, other ones besides Chicago. Just so Gray, Gray's, Ana- Gray's Anatomy. Gray's yeah. Anatomy. My question to you is: Do the doctors all fuck each other? Is that really what happens? It, no, no, and, no. It's huh. I, so I never knew any of it happened, and then like I found out that some does happen, but it's not that regular. No, so they're not just at like boning in the, the random hospital beds that are open because someone just died and got moved out of it. No, I've never, definitely never seen. No, nothing. What? No. Uh, and it's I, less exciting than people think. Well, and plus, like when you're at work, you're just covered in other people's germs. Like that's like the last place that you want to think about doing anything like that. So once again, TV is fooling us, huh? Except, yeah, well, for, they don't, except for Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game Stop. of Thrones is very Stop. Real. Stay on task. And but Ozark. The, the more the more belie- the less believable thing that goes on in those shows is that doctors do all the stuff. They don't even show nurses. Nurses do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. I'd also say that maybe the doctors are a little more handsome on those shows than in real life. Just a, a bit more. Um, she says perhaps. Is there a hot doctor that you work with? Holy uh, well, shit. I work with like a, you know, my particular work environment, nobody's really over the age of 45. So, wow. so they are attractive then. They're, you know, they're not, they're not you, like your family Do you doctor. think you could write a script for a TV show based on your real life experience? Oh, for sure. Okay. If I knew that there was no way any, like if, that it would be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I have the best time at work. I have so much fun at work. Really? Yeah. The people that I work like with, the gunshot wounds and the oh, we yeah no it's you have to blood transfusions you you have to we make the worst <laughs> most inappropriate jokes all the time to each other via text if I'm at home or you know I'm working and one of my friends is at home it's like oh listen to this blah 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 yet we just we pretty much make fun of everybody all the time so Porter went from gunshot wound to blood transfusion <laughs> I don't know if everybody caught that. <laughs> It's like from one of the, from a very traumatic event to someone just getting a little bit of blood because they're not doing well. It but. was probably the same person. If you get shot, you're low on blood. What do they Good do? Point. They put fucking blood. Mm, the problem got- is, what happens? Well, they might not have the right kind of blood, right? Because you well, might be AB. You might everybody be- can get O blood. Fuck, take that, Porter. <laughs> What? Take that, that, Porter. Yeah. That, Porter. Take That's that. why Any TV, questions? You always, hey, Fox, you what kind of, them. what's your blood type? Let's see if he knows. What's your blood type? 
I think it's like, I, I don't know, is that B positive? Is that <laughs> he doesn't fucking know. He's just I, guessing. No, I, I think it's like B positive. Is that right? Oh, I can't wait to you. <laughs> that's that a pretty right? rare one. That's pretty rare, isn't it? I, I actually know B positive. So I don't think it's a, that rare. That's, we need to keep that in, you know, that's, yeah. that's good for us. That's all, exceptional all for us. Yeah. I think I'm A. Is that one of them? That's you not. Know, if you're be like positive. positive or negative, though, right? You could be positive or negative. Yeah. It doesn't really, those don't really matter except for in women. Um, it's of course, because of antibodies. <laughs> Blame it on the girl. Kavanaugh. Uh, that's in like how that will affect future pregnancies. If you have the, po- if your blood is negative and you have positive antibodies in you, it can like damage your further, um, pregnancy like ovaries and stuff like it'll try to attack your like fetus if you conceive i mean so, this stuff is good wow. but i feel like there's better things to talk about right now <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that I was agree. pretty interesting like different blood okay well, attack a once fetus? you call nurse hulahan and you guys talk about it at a later time <laughs> the um maybe i will <laughs> i so i think we just get right right into it before we go to the burt part and i and i know that's why fox is trying to move it along because he actually he wants looked, to get to the butt stuff. Yeah, I'm wants, excited about this. this let's, oh, it's underwhelming, I'll tell you. This, this, let's get straight to the butt stuff. Right I mean, on, I, beer hitting the hard stuff. Let's, <laughs> let's go. So that's actually a great segue. Is it beer? Okay. No, yeah. actually, <laughs> yes. no, no. What are you about? Fox, actually, this noon whistle has this 360 <laughs> right. degree can opener. It's pretty awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, well, have you seen those, Reg? Noon whistle, soon to be a sponsor. Um, okay, so butt people, stuff. People shove their things in their butt all, their, all the time. People shove all sorts of shit up their butt. Is this like gay people? Uh, well, we don't really ask, do? but like, I think it's kind of assumed that they're, they're, at, least so. in the, they're at least in the butt stuff. So don't, uh, don't you run down the leather daddies on this show, though. Not on this show. <laughs> so uh, I did have guys? a guy one time who shoved a beer bottle in his ass and it oh got God. sucked. So a little bit. What kind of beer was Yeah, there. we need a background. There, there's something. Well, no, just something about, I'll tell you about butt stuff. So yeah. people put things into their rectum and they keep advancing and advancing. And at a certain point, it, I think we all know this, but it, it gets like engulfed into your body. And you can't get it out anymore. In. Right. It's it's like a vacuum, isn't it, Fox? No comment? Okay. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really know how it works, but I just know that's what happens. So um, this guy shoved a beer bottle up his ass, and it eventually shattered inside his body oh! and oh. perforated his intestines. And so oh. he ended up with a colostomy. Uh, it must have been a Bud Light. Those bottles are really <laughs> weak. Whoa. Speaking from experience. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I haven't shoved them up my butt, but I've broken them. So tell me about that conversation, though. So like, the first conversation that I have with the guy is actually after he had surgery. I met him at a later date. I didn't have him when the bottle was in his butt, but I got the story of what happened. And so I'm such an asshole. I said to him, you know, man, you should try plastic bottles because they're plastic <laughs> and they're four more ounces. Yeah, it's a good point. That's a, a stadium that was a bottle. Really good safer. thing to say to him. Yeah, that's just yeah, good advice. He didn't advice. think so, though. He did not. What was his I've response? given some great advice that is not received well from people, but it is spot on. It doesn't what matter. Was, what was his so response it to that comment? The beer bottle. Yeah, it like gets up. Yeah, I mean, it, it the force of his sphincter just so, 
Did, yeah. So when he comes in, is he, did he did he admit to what happened? Well, I or- didn't I didn't see him when he came. I had him like at a later date after he had already had surgery. I'd seen him when he had to come in for another visit. Hey, what do they call that surgery, by the way? Like a resect, like a they resect the bowel, so it's like a bowel resection, and then they give him an, a colostomy, so like a bowel resection with ostomy placement. Oh, but you, you're Oof. wearing the shit bag then. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so. I think that, that's, that was the least of his problems. So most of the people that I see that, like, have the stuff currently, it gets, they have to end up having to go to surgery. And what happens Ugh. a lot of times is th- they'll put them completely under anesthesia and the body completely relaxes and it relaxes enough to be able to manipulate it out instead Ugh. of, like, pushing so, through their stomach or... But what's, the, what do you mean by manipulate? Manipulate, yeah, like, define that for us. So, so like... Finger the spacer to get it I'm out. Not or in, what? I'm not in the ore, but I think you. Know, so some people do it so far that you can feel it in through their stomach. In oh. there, we had a guy that put a some sort of condiment bottle up his ass, like a ketchup bottle or a uh, barbecue sauce bottle or oh. salad dressing. It was something like that, and you could actually palpate the bottle through his stomach if you pushed it. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, I hope it wasn't one of those Paul Newman bottles. So He's I trying to do the right thing. I don't know if they... So sometimes they say... Why? Well, I hope we, it was. Every one Paul Newman <laughs> bottles they get bought, a dollar goes to <laughs> It was probably a wishbone bottle based on the, oh, uh, the shape of the wishbone dressing. That's the, that's the brand, really, I was trying to think of, and I couldn't, was wishbone. Good God. Yeah. Oh. So, oh. yeah. So, uh, I don't know, because a lot of times we'll just hear from surgery later, like, oh, we put them under and, you know, it, it came out or whatever. Um but one of our doctors gives advice to people when they do this, and she always tells them, hey, use something with a flared bottom. You need something that is not going to get sucked entirely up your ass. Like, think so of- they try to help these people as they leave. What would that well, be? Like, like yes. I'm thinking like a ski, like something that has a – like the bottom of it looks like a ski. So the important so like the- lesson here is that the butt is a vacuum. Is that really I'm what not, we're like saying? I said, I'm not exactly sure like Fox how it works, but – no, I, I'm not for sure. I'm not. I have no idea. I would say that what, as Nurse Hulahan was going to explain before you guys oh. turn this into a vacuum situation, she's it, the once one it that gets said so it far, it gets up. sucked in. Yeah, it, I think the sphincter just closes around it and forces it up further where you can't reach it. So, would an Emmy Award be like a good thing to have? Something to with a flared bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. I assume that's why you see some dildos out there that have uh, fake testicles on the bottom. It's so that they don't get lost. See, because I always thought, I never understood that because I always thought like, excuse me, nurse Houlihan, where did you see those dildos? (laughs) Did you just happen to be come across them at your work or I've come across everything in my work. Uh, Okay. People have come in with, why would they come in with dildos? Uh, Well, one guy I had, it was lodged really far up his rectum and we (gasps) couldn't get it. So that's actually, this, this is a great. Is that so common? before, before is it more often so, that men have stuck. It's always stuff men. In their I've butt? never had a woman. So sometimes you'll see something. Uh, You've a never complaint. Had a woman. Okay. You'll see a compl- not up their ass. You'll see a complaint that it's a <laughs> vaginal foreign body. Like that's their complaint. Uh, how the nurse puts it in when they triage them, it'll say vaginal foreign body. But most oftentimes it's lame. It's like a tampon that got away or a condom that came off during sex. Yeah, not and fun. Not cool. That's yeah. an easy fix though. That's just like a quick pelvic, pull it out, no big deal. Yeah, you get the tweezers and you're yeah, done. But the, the men always come with the, the butt stuff. So um, before the paramedics come to the hospital, they call us on a radio and tell us that they're coming. So I, you, know, you never know what's going to be on it when you pick Wait, it up. Wait, the it could paramedics be are coming too? This is getting weird now. Well, when people call an ambulance, the paramedics I, bring them to a hospital. 
This is not weird, Porter. This yeah, and I don't think weird. Porter coming is – you're thinking of the wrong coming. I'm just – I think. <laughs> well, that's the problem with the word coming. It's just got way too many meanings. Right. No, it's – in this scenario, it just has the one. Only in seventh grade it does. Yes. Yep. They're, they're on their way is what she meant. Seventh grade? Fox? That's when coming was funny. That's when everybody <laughs> laughed at the word coming. I don't I, think I laughed at it at seventh grade. I still laugh at it. I got to be honest with you. I still do. <laughs> All right, move on. So the uh, paramedics call before they're coming in, and it's a radio that rings, and anybody who is qualified to pick it up picks it up, and they tell you what they're bringing in, and you never know what it's going to be. And so I happen to take this particular call one day, and there's no real patient. It's, it's all given, like, demographics, complaint, vital signs. And so the paramedic on the other end, and we know who they are because we work with the same paramedics all the time. So we know who we're talking to, but <clears throat> we don't have to give the names. So he says, you know, we're transporting to you a male who has an eight-inch rubber penis lodged in his rectum. This is about 10.30 at night. How do you not laugh? This has been going, oh, this was the most professional radio call I have ever done in my life. And it was, I don't know how the both of us got through it. Uh, so, you know, he says, you know, uh, he engaged in sexual activity 12 hours ago. It's just not 12 hours out. ago? Well, the, hmm. last, the last thing anybody wants to do is go to the hospital for this. Because they know that shit like this is going to happen. People are going to tell people. Like, you don't tell people what, but everybody, when they know you're an yes. ER nurse, is like, tell me about. Yeah. Yes. I've yeah. seen it. What is it? So just like this show. To. Yeah. We've so made this our he, fourth podcast. It's our cleanup hitter podcast. He, uh, he finishes the call. He gives me vital signs. And he says, we are transporting patient in a position of comfort and we will be to your facility in three minutes. And I say, okay. You know, and I name the town that they're in and, uh, we'll see you in three, and that ends the call. So you have to think, what is the position of comfort? And that's not an unusual thing for a paramedic to say at the end of a call. Like, they're okay, they're stable, we're transporting them in a position of comfort, we're bringing them in. But what do you, I mean, what, the guy with the record, you know, back knife? Like, what is, is he going to be on his stomach? Is he going to be lying on his side? What's going to be going on? But uh, it was actually very underwhelming. He just came in on the cot and sat down and he came in sitting down well it was really far up there so oh so he just yeah. sat down he had something up his he came in sitting i don't know and that that was apparently his position of comfort it was so far up that we did have another guy so well anyways that one they got out later um i think they just or something, but there was it's kind another of ridiculous guy. how often she can just flow into another story about. This. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. the what's what's well, the so, question for nerd th th There's yeah. another one who comes in and he's he's he walks in. He doesn't come by ambulance. He's a walk in, and so I'm in like this little area where they kind of triage patients. Was he walking and, uh, a little bit strangely? Well, well, yeah, was it more of a I waddle? I didn't see him until maybe, the doctor. Maybe came how in. Burt Reynolds walked in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. So the doctor I comes in and says, "Don't know how he walked in that." Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know the movie. Like like a cowboy, like just never mind. Continue. No, this, so I don't know. I didn't see him walk in, but the doctor comes in and says, "Hey, this guy needs to go to a room. You know, he's got I don't even know what he had up there or whatever." Uh, I tried. I looked. I can't get it out. He needs to go to a room. Whoa, whoa, we need whoa, to call whoa, somebody whoa. else. So you tried and you looked. I mean, you like. Well, the doctor was in like a small open exam the room. Or what? Yeah, well, do you have like yeah, a flashlight, like like one of those helmets? Hey, with a again, flashlight I don't get paid enough to look up anybody's asshole. Nice. And I would, but I mean, I look up plenty other orifices. Ugh. But um, so excuse me, nurse. Like, how many yes. orifices are there really? That people you'd be stick? surprised. People can make them. It is. There, some people have so much 
stuff going on where there shouldn't be stuff going on. That we need right, so we got, all right, we let's, let's see if we can name them between the three of us, nurse, before we get there. So we got, okay, we got a couple the, nostrils. Yeah. We got a couple earlobes. Butthole. We got the butthole. We got the pee hole. Pee hole. The vagina, the urethra. Vagina. Mm-hmm. We have the, can we call the mouth? Is that I, one? Mouth is that really Does the orifice, belly yes. button count? Uh, Only no. if it's an any. Well, uh, and then and then you have like you'll have drainage stuff if people are really sick, maybe. Oh, and then trach people that have a trach. People can have trachs. People can have wounds. People can have what ostomies. If they're, they're people like can missing have... an eye. So uh, anyway, so sometimes That's... women get like a, for some reason a hole through there, and they can actually have poop coming out their vagina. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, wow. so I'm saying there's a lot of mess sometimes where there shouldn't. That's got to be really tough to take if that happens to you. I mean, you're just having a good day, and then all of a sudden, poop out of the wrong hole. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine. Well, I mean, I think a prolapsed vagina would be a real concern for most. Oh, women. I, I'll tell you about my first ever prolapsed uterus that I saw. I was a brand new right, nurse. Can, and can I, you guys I define the word prolapse? Okay, so prolapse, so prolapse means like it's coming out. So I'll explain to you. I didn't know what it was when I saw it. So I had this older African American lady, dark, and I'm doing her. Wear? Tiny. Uh, Wait, so she was African-American oh, and 90s. had dark skin? She's like a, like a dark. Kavanaugh? Stop. So, I'm just trying to clarify. Work? Just trying to clarify. So I'm doing her, uh, you know, assessment and, you know, I have to clean her up a little bit because she was incontinent. And between her legs is this bright pink bulge coming out of her <gasps> vagina. <gasps> and I was like oh my God, what is it? And so I kind of like touched it and it's like smooth. And I'm like, is this a tumor? What is this? So her, I'm Let's be honest, nurse. you were hoping it was a tumor. <laughs> so, well, it was an easy fix. Her doctor comes in. Now, this woman's probably in her 90s. Her doctor comes in and I'm like, what is it? And he says, oh, that's just a prolapse uterus. You just push it back in. You <gasps> took two fingers and just push. And honest to God, that's all you do. It's just a weakening in the muscles. Their pelvic floor muscles makes their organs not, start to it, drop no, down. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, you just push it in? Like, do you need, like, a hammer? No, it, it's just a... She, it's you a, wouldn't need a hammer. You just need gloves. It's a soft tissue muscle. Right. It's a muscle case, that's soft. Reg, I wouldn't use gloves. Do I would use a hammer. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would use a hammer. <laughs> that might, be, well, the, that might be the episode title. I wouldn't use gloves. <laughs> I'd use a hammer. Hold on. Writing that one down. Are, so, are we in the middle of an STD adem- epidemic right now? It's like they don't even care that they have it. The, well, that goes back to my thinking from the last podcast. They just know that the doctors are going to take care of it and technology. Exactly. Well, gonna... no, and I agree because I listened to that and I actually made notes about that. See? When I listened to it. There you go. Um, whoop, whoop. Because it is going to become probably you know, resistant to the antibiotics that are used to treat it now. But it's like, so I, one time, you know, we like to mess with people a little bit. We like to mess with each other at work a little bit. We have, we laugh our asses off at work. It's got to be a little bit dangerous to mess with people in the ER though. Right. I mean, you got to be a little bit tactful about that. Well, like you can't just be like, Hey, you know, you got uh, terminal cancer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what she meant. Yes. Oh, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. The things that are really like super fucked up and you have to laugh or else you'll cry in the car on your way home. Like there's, yeah, but we, so we joke around. So the doctor tells me, um, Hey, I'm going to go like suture this patient. And then I'm going to do, um, an STD swab in, you know, this room. 
so will you just set the stuff up for me and then I'll just go in there and do it. And uh, she, it was a male and it was a female doctor. So she's like, so I'll need a chaperone. So anytime like somebody of the opposite gender goes in to do a genital exam or anything, they bring a chaperone with them. So people can't. So, um, so she's like, set it up. So I'm like, okay. So I decided to like have a little Does fun. anybody else keep hearing that cricket? Yeah, that's a, she's in her backyard. That's why. Uh, okay. Oh, do you no, want me to go somewhere no, else? No, it's fine. There was a train in one of the episodes, <laughs> and I think it added to the mo- to the, <laughs> there, the, there, the there's sound. Been a, there's been a lot of back noise. Right. Yeah, mostly from you, fucking Fox, because you can't hey, figure out how to work I phone. I, I was not. Hey, I wasn't calling anybody out. Well, there's no one to call. Is that running either. water? Like, there's it, no somebody's peeing. That, that's Porter peeing. Oh. <laughs> he's taking the side of the of the toilet. And he, he, <laughs> it, it, he actually nailed it. I was trying to hide it. He fucking nailed it. <laughs> it, it good news is these headphones work well, apparently. We're leaving that in, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> I, did get, I, did, I did get an email from someone who, when somebody peed, I forget who, they're like, the best part was when that dude was taking a piss and just didn't care. <laughs> that was Porter in episode <laughs> He peed like three times in 30 minutes. By the way, Reg, I'm currently drinking uh, straight bourbon that's made in Brecken, Colorado. Brecken, Brecken Ridge, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was named uh, Bourbon Strana of Hans? the Year 2013. You got Stranahan's? It's called Breckenridge. I don't know. Right. Well, I have a question it. for Nurse Hulahan. Yeah. Whiskey from snow melts. That's what it says. Just Porter? Uh, Porter, enough. Can you can you focus? This is an important question. So, yeah. I mean, in the ER, do you guys ever, like, you know, like, not skip a patient, but maybe take somebody else? To oh, for sure. Rather than have the other person <laughs> suffer a little bit so, longer? Th- wait, oh, wait. You mean, hold on. I'm sorry. I might have misunderstood. Can you ask it again? Like, take somebody... Like, okay, say you have a person with a, I don't know, like a, a beer oh, bottle stuck, stuck up his ass. Yeah. You know? And it's not shattered. He's not going to die. He's just in a lot of pain, but it's his own fault. Right? And meanwhile, right. you're like, just kind of tired. You want to be like, fuck this guy. Like, like he, he needs stitches. I mean, do you like, uh, you know what? Let's take little Be- Johnny and let's let Ray here suffer with the bottle in his ass for a little bit. So we, we all, every you know, works on a triage system and that's that you have to stick to. Um, sometimes we do a little favor or a professional courtesy for somebody like, um, police and nurses and all that. We all work together. So if somebody calls me and says a fireman got hurt and it's, it's a, a knee sprain, something that I would normally not keep in the emergency room, but send out to like the waiting room, or even if they come by ambulance, I'll give them a room. But as far as beer bottles got to go before stitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you it's ever like, what yeah, if it was like to. the same person that comes like every two weeks? You know what I mean? It's like For a, a beer bottle? Because we do no, have people no, no, that no, no, come no, regularly. Oh, no, like, we have people know, that like, come all the time. Always yeah. come to the ER. <laughs> yes. Always go to the ER. And you're like, you know what? F you. We're going to take care yeah. of somebody else. Right? Uh, let me just answer. For sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, it, it depends because it's like a lot of people, we don't know if they're sick. So we have to take their complaint and work them up. And while we t- take everybody's complaint seriously, we'll be like, hey, Joe, you were here five times this week with that same complaint. Hold on a minute. So a little bit. But, you know, we all have to treat everybody. No how many what. How many homeless people are you getting? Oh, I 
last week, one night, I had 13 at one time. Oh, oh God. Well, fuck. okay. No, no, no. That's not exactly. So 13, either like homeless or like drunk people wandering the street or like psych people. I can't believe there's that many homeless people with how great the numbers are in the economy. Like, how is that even possible? Well, these people are professionals. These people have been homeless since like the Reagan era. Like these, they're. I mean, Those people aren't counted in the economy. Yeah, I mean, they're the somehow way- they're struggling. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What do they smell like? If you oh, could come it up is a that? it is a specific smell. The worst is when you get down to their feet. So we have to undress all of our homeless oh, people that come in fuck. because most of them are drunk. And anybody who comes to a hospital intoxicated can't leave until they have a responsible party or are clinically sober. What happens if you show up sober and leave drunk? Do they? problem you're the only one that will do that many uh, <laughs> many people probably do we may not notice so you're just they're just using the the emergency department as a drunk tank yeah or basically. the or, or the, the psych the, psych ward absolutely and the police they don't take drunk people anywhere they bring them to the hospital so you get your mixes i'll take the professionals i will clean up homeless socks so the smell is the smell of wet feet in the same boots that have been they've been wearing for a year. It's a. Does, it, does that smell stay with you all night long? Well, by now I'm used to it, but it's like sometimes we'll make them put their shoes back on because it's just because we're supposed to undress them and put them in gowns and you know footies and all that. But sometimes do you guys it's have like, like power feet. washers there? Oh, I wish we do have a de- decontamination shower that uh, sometimes if somebody like is real real bad, we'll put them in. Um, but for the most part, if they're just going to be coming and sitting there for like four hours because they're drunk and we just got to watch them for four hours, we don't really do much, but get them changed. Yeah. I just came off of like a five day backpacking trip where I, I, I really smelled mostly like a mixture of onion and tiger balm. And I so that would be like a godsend. Yeah. The, I'll take it. When I would go to go to the restroom, number one or number two, like it, I couldn't smell myself. It was so bad. Like, How the you, hell what do you did have your time to go on a like? five-day backpacking trip? Yeah, seriously, like, I've been working. I've been cleaning up bum living? piss, and you've been backpacking for five days. That's yeah. That's been the delay <laughs> in in the. Uh, oh. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, but actually, I'm very. Uh, somebody said to me one time outside of work, I said something about bum piss, and they were like, "Oh, you're very casual. You speak very casually of bum piss," and I'm like, "Oh, that's like the preferred." bodily fluid that so when the bums come in they piss all over the floor all the time first of all drunk. bum piss it would be a fucking badass band name i'm just gonna <laughs> say on. that hold on a second so i want yeah, to go no, back to they, yeah i'm they going piss on the floor for no so, reason so well they're just they're wasted and they're homeless and they don't give a fuck and most of the time they just piss in their clothes when they're like some so much of the clothes that i pull off people are soaked in urine but the feet are still oh. the worst what the fuck? So people will be sitting in a wheelchair or lying on a cart and I'll go over to like check on them or vital them or do something. And all of a sudden I feel like the back of my leg is wet and I realize I've been standing in bump piss. And so it starts at the bottom of your pants. And then, you know, like a paper towel, if you wet the corner, how it will like travel up the paper towel. Well, it does that to your pants. Not a bounty, not a bounty. And, <laughs> well, it will, it'll absorb it all, but it'll wet the paper towel. So that's what happens Correct. to your pants. And then the back of your pants are all wet up to like mid calf. And then you got bump piss all over the back of your bare leg. Oh. But that's the one that I'll take because piss is normally pretty clean. I mean, what? otherwise, what do I? I don't want their shit. I don't want to touch their hair. They got lice. They got bed bugs. They got scabies. They got. I'll take oh. some bum piss. What are scabies? They're body lice. Oh, that sounds bad. Jesus Christ! That so, sounds fucking horrible. It's yeah, but it is what you know. It's part of the Thir- job. 
Mike Rowe should have done a dirty job on nursing. Yeah, why didn't he do I that? I don't know. Probably patient. She probably couldn't handle it. No. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, probably confidentiality. you know, patient confidentiality. Yeah. Yep. So, um, how bad is Fucking there? HIPAA, man. Come on. <laughs> it ruins everything. Yeah. Hey, when you get on the court, Kavanaugh, see what you can do. Uh, Anti-Kavanaugh podcast. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, so, how bad it, is our It's drug so anti-Kavanaugh that you keep referring to me as him. <laughs> correct. Correct. Uh, um, how bad is our drug problem It's here? terrible. It's awful. It's it, The two worst things out there are opiates and alcohol. Like Those are my biggest problematic patients. People Hang on. Can you just say opiates and that then stop? No. Could you, you, you leave the rest of it? Down? Yeah, some of us, some of us are still kind of into it a little bit. The other one. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, there's there's a difference between. Uh, I don't know. Maybe to maybe to. There's a difference between social drinking, even semi regular drinking, and then you know. Well, a lot of people, people are that worried. Just, people are worried about Porter. He's, he's what's your definition whiskey. of semi regular? Um, you know, most middle aged men with kids and wives. Yeah, so, well, hey, most, most nights of the week, at least a few beers. Yep, that's fine. We're okay then. Oh yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm safe. Very often, Porter would like to be the man in black in Westworld. He would like to be able to sip whiskey at every meal. But no, that's not what I want to do. I would like to just shoot random people, though. Okay, that's great. Way to put that out there on a public podcast. So the drug problem <laughs> is it like a kid thing or is it like no? An adult so thing? it's. Everybody, it's it's. I get multiple heroin overdoses per shift. Not necessarily dead. But the other day, well, not, I guess not the other day. It was a little. Do you ever want ago. to let them die? So Jesus no. Christ, that's yeah. I don't know. If she no, I think that's a fair that. question. <laughs> I mean, if you have a piece of shit person that's coming in on a heroin overdose, don't no, you but feel it, like you know what? Fuck. Sorry about guy. that airplane. It's fine. It's not a train. Um, so, uh, so there are there are people that come in uh, and they die from it because most likely they're found dead. And they've been the paramedics have worked them a bit, and then they bring us us, and they're still working, and we don't get them back. And I feel we do everything we can to get them back, but it definitely affects us less to see somebody who overdoses die than it does to see somebody of a you oh, know a mom or like a you know some unfortunate accident that happens or some cardiac arrest in some you know 45 year old man who has was out playing softball with his friends like you know somebody comes oh. in ods and you're like yeah we worked this for a little bit but like hey you made it this long Have How, you, what's the most common way they overdose is it with the heroin and yeah the shooting the heroin have uh, you ever i actually had have the same but so that's that's i know patient? where you're going and i have it i have the same patients all the time that come but I had the same guy twice in one shift who was brought oh, back from wow. breathing like is... three times a minute. So this is where my advice also comes in that I give people. So I have this guy. Your shifts par- are too long. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a pretty good line. <laughs> so this guy comes in. Usually what happens is the paramedics find them not breathing or breathing a few times a minute. They're able to give them the Narcan. Usually they're awake by the time they get to me. So I, we usually just watch him for a few hours and let him go. So that's what happened. This guy was like passed out in the front lawn or something. Paramedics got him back. You know, he's totally fine. We watch him for a few hours and he leaves. So he's in this one room in the emergency room. I discharge him out of there, whatever. So then like four hours later, these paramedics walk in who had brought this guy in earlier and they walk out to me and they're like, Hey, uh, are we going to this room again? And I look and I go, what, what are you asking me for? I don't know what you go talk to the charge nurse. And they're like, Oh no, it's that guy again. So I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, seriously, twice in like four hours. And I said, Hey, 
half a bag next time, man. Jesus. The doctor Can't we like, just let them die? Well, no. I mean, no, people, you can't. people beat it. You can't. People do beat it. Is no, it they don't. That guy does not beat it. Some people do. Yeah, but uh, either way, I have, a, I have a job that I have to do, and my job is to but keep people from dying. But aren't there too many people to begin with? I mean, let's just, I mean, yeah, if they can't get a job in this economy, I mean, let's just let them go. Look how Kavanaugh goes, goes right back to Trump's economy, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so this economy, yeah. Too, even China lifted their one-child policy, so we don't have too They uh, shouldn't have. They have too many fucking people. Yeah, we're absolutely destroying the planet, and that's fine. And it's not going to affect any of us or any of our children. But in a couple of generations, it's going to be a problem. But you don't just automatically kill anybody. But I'm not uh, saying killing them. Fox was just well. They come in alive. We like let them go. Kill themselves. Just let them die. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it that way. I just say you know, kind of just like slipping into the other room. We call that withdrawing care. Ah. But that um, is that is more chronically ill. We don't. Yeah, you guys probably have to take like some kind of oath, don't you? Is there like a nurse's oath? No, or just don't. Don't just don't murder. I'm not really sure. So. Good. Fuck. I probably took one at my graduation. I don't. Uh, so you're sure. one of those unregistered nurses. Then. <laughs> I think Porter's on to something. I think there is a note. Yeah, so, there's got to be an oath. It's probably something from Florence Nightingale, or. So what's the worst thing? What's the worst thing that you can tell us? The worst thing when it walks in the Why door. Why the question? Speaking of Nightingale, what's that effect where the guys fall in love with their nurse? Has that ever happened to you? No, I don't have them for long enough, and only the no. crazy ones ever compliment me, anyways. Like, they'll be so crazy, and they're like, you're so pretty. Look at that. Really? It's, it's only ever the crazy ones. What do you guys do with the crazy ones? Like, what do you do? Just put them down it, a little it's bit? It's actually awful what we do. We definitely do put them down. It does in the movies. It takes, like, a solid 10 minutes to kick in. And are they chained to the bed at that point, or we, are they have restraints? We usually, well, we usually restrain them and then medicate them, and then they stay restrained until they're out, which is usually a solid 10 minutes. Some people need more medication. Like, the first dose doesn't work. So well, that's always a pain in the ass because the restraints is like a it's you can literally have your patient restraints for 15 minutes and you have to fill out 45 minutes of paperwork to do that. Ugh. So we try to avoid it. Uh, so they don't let you do that thing like they did in that movie Misery where they just broke their like ankles or whatever. Like no. the block. Now, she was a nurse in that movie. You know how I know? Because I, I looked up nurse names to give our guests today. <laughs> and that was one that I thought of. I thought Nurse Ratchet would have been too much. I liked Nurse Hulane. Yeah, I like um, that one. So tell us about methamphetamine. I don't see a whole lot of that. It's, so it's all opiates. It's, it's only in New Mexico. Mine primarily. Is or Southern Illinois. Yeah. Opiates, mostly opiates. Okay. That's the, the problem. Well, you know, we get a fair amount of... Uh, Crack? We did it, no, well, that, so we get some... We, we were discussing a certain area earlier and the kind of patients to me that before we started... Yep. This whole thing. And uh, so that, that particular place br- brings us what we like to call crannies a lot, which is like a 70-year-old crackhead woman, like a crack good, granny. Good for them for making it that Well, long. that's, you know, that's our thoughts. So we're always like, oh, it's like a cranny. And they're always like the same. They're like skinny and they're itching. They're just like the movies. So but Dave Chappelle old. has it right, is what oh, you're Oh, he saying. has it right. Yeah. Yeah. He's got pretty much everything right, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Um, so what is, what is the worst thing? Yeah, but he smokes. Isn't that bad for you? Is smoking bad for you, nurse? Of course. Okay. So he doesn't have everything right, does he, Reg? He's got most things right. Um, okay, there you go. So what the worst is- thing, I don't know. I Most of the, 
we had a person who swallowed a bunch of steak knives. I'm sorry, and, what? Yeah, so that was our reaction, right? So I'll be honest. When the paramedics brought her, we thought she was dead. Hang on, hang right? on. Stop really fast. Question. Yeah. Was this person a magician? No. Okay. This is she, fucked up then. She was angry at her boyfriend. Were they, did, did, were they the steak knives that you buy from the guy that goes door to door? I forget the company. I know Porter will come up with it because those are sharp as fuck. If it's those, was, like, so, was it oh, the, the ones that like can cut through like metal? Yeah, those again. Ones. Oh, the sh- the shits. Sh- sh- oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Shits knives, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she comes in, and we, of course we think she's crazy. So she's like, "Oh, I have this pain in my stomach. I swallowed some steak knives earlier." And so we're like, "Oh, okay." As you do, as you, you do. Can yeah. you tell us what your pain, what your pain feels like? Is it sharp? Is it stabbing? What does it feel like? You know, we're kind of fucking with her a little bit. But we, we take her seriously. We send her to x-ray and we see the x-ray and she has knives in her stomach. And we Jeez, said, how the fuck can you swallow well, those? So that was what we asked her. And she looked at us all like we were so stupid. And she said, you take the handles off. Oh, oh she's smart. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. She's right. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely one of the craziest. I'm guessing her esophagus got a little damaged, though. Yeah. I don't know. There was a bunch of stuff in there. I couldn't. I don't. She went to surgery. So I, I never. Never found out what exactly was in there, but when the actually, I mean, we were all did not Speaking think of anything. Surgery? Was are the surgeons like just cocky assholes? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no hesitation. Not one <laughs> not, bit. Not one of bit. Hesitation. Not but one I think, bit. I think they probably need to be. Well, though. sort of, but like, here's the thing: we get residents, and residents are student doctors. They are working for four years, and they think they're hot shit, and so nurses check them all the time, and we're right. And so, yeah, that happens on Chicago Med yeah, all the time. It God damn it. Right back to Chicago Med. It I've never seen Chicago Med. I was just guessing that's what happens. It doesn't happen on that show. Like The we, nurses are always right. On ER, the nurses always were showing the doctors up. And, okay. And it's, so it's, we're, we're like a team with the doctors but that we work with. But you're not really a team. Well, we are. No, we really are. Because the, the good doctors will appreciate what the, what the good nurses, they'll take our recommendations. They'll... You know, there's times that we're like, yeah, I really think you need to do this. And they're like, all right, fine, do it. And then it comes back that we needed to do that. Um, so, yeah, no, that's definitely a thing. But residents are hard because it's like, at this point, these people are coming out of school. And I'm like, I've been a nurse since you were in fourth grade. So why don't you tell me what's up? Why don't you go ahead and tell me what needs to be done? And, you know, do you, do you want me to go ahead and kill them then? Or like... Hey, nurse, I got a uh, kind of an off-the-wall question. For you. Uh, that's, unusual. that's unusual. Coming say, from you. Say, say, like, you're, like, going on vacation and you're on an airplane and you want to get a little bit loaded. And all of a sudden, <laughs> in the middle of the flight, like, someone starts to have, like, a seizure or, or whatever. And they go, is there a doctor on the flight? No doctor raises their hand. Are you willing to step up and try and help that person? Or do yeah. you, like, feel that you have to? I, I, I'm glad I haven't been faced with that situation yet. But, yeah, I would have to. Are you... Uh, Liable if you don't? I don't know. So there's, it depends on the state. It depends on if she took her oath or not, probably. Well, and it depends. Certain states have different rules on Good Samaritan and. But if you're uh, in the middle of a plane, you could be. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I would think I would be covered under the airline, maybe. or Could be international waters, though, too. Anything fucking goes out there. (laughs) Or what if you're in Indian land? That's anything fucking goes out there. Then. Otherwise, nothing. So there's that. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't been faced, but I, everybody dreads that. Everybody so I think that... we need to ask Nurse Houlihan. I mean, back, you watched all the podcasts, right? 
Look, yeah. First of all, you don't watch that. <laughs> He's the fucking producer. No, yeah, he doesn't. God damn it. So as a nurse, if you had to kill somebody, how would you do it? Ooh. Well, so this, um, you guys were talking, I don't know, one of them about, oh, with your diabetic friend, about uh, giving someone too much insulin. And actually all that stuff is flagged. So people, I'm sure, were doing that years and years ago. But now drug companies, they put something that will flag in an autopsy. Hey, you know what's not flagged? Icicles. No. <laughs> not flagged. That's a, that's a good point. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Porter. Hey, you're welcome. I did think that was a terrible idea when I heard it, too. Thank but. you. I appreciate that. The, the alibi issue was awful for me. Well, for, it sure. went, for me, it was the logistics of the actual icicle... You don't fish when there are ice. Wait, it's you're too saying fucking cold. I'm not nurse, saying you couldn't so, do it, but nurse, do you know how much force it takes? Let me ask you a question. Takes? You've never seen someone come into the emergency room with a, a icicle wound? No. Oh, okay. No one's like ever just been hanging out underneath their garage and it warmed up a little bit and an icicle punctured their head? Never that I've seen or heard of. All right, Fox, you might want to rethink this. <laughs> Plus, like the, the sheer force it would take on a slippery icicle to kill somebody with it, your hands would slip. Well, Fox would have gloves on. It would still slip. They would what slip kind of so much. Have? Fox doesn't have the strength. You know <laughs> this, Porter. I gave, nice. I gave him like was to the nurse of how she would kill somebody. I scared it right around that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that's well done. <laughs> I don't know. So part of my whole like plan for my whole life is to never end up in jail. And okay. so... Yeah, it's a good goal, right? Um, but what if, like, all of a sudden you really need to kill somebody? You yeah, got to come up it, with a good plan. Hey, you need it, to get rid of somebody, nurse, who's like, how are you going to do it? Well, then I'm probably, like, only able to do it with whatever I have on me. Because I, the only reason I think I would need to kill somebody in, is if I was in, under what's in, your, what's in your purse right now? No, you have, the, you have access to the whole hospital. What do you, what do you, what do you have? What are you going to do? Yeah, okay, you got a lot of stuff there. Yeah, but a lot of that stuff is categorized. That's, I think, in my opinion, I have a little yeah, experience no in this realm. There's yeah, no way you can get, get away caught. with some of that and shit. All that yeah. stuff is traceable. That is not that good. The internal controls in these hospitals are not that good. They are better yeah. than you That's think. That's true. That's true, Mr. Porter. Yeah. Yeah, ask a nurse who does a wrong sponge count. They, they know where everything is. Yeah. Speaking of sponge counts, do you guys really give sponge baths? Uh, inpatients do, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I have to give. We had a woman who came in. She was running. Did you have to like go to special training for that? Yeah, it's the first thing they cover in nursing school. Sponge baths is number one. Making a bed. Making a bed is number one. Making a bed with somebody in it is number one. Well, can I ask about boners? Yeah. Like how you're supposed to react Mm. to them? Yeah. How you're supposed to, or how you do? Happen a lot. Both. Do people get boners? No, Uh, not. Not like in inappropriate situations. People have them for people have come in with you know those Viagra boners that won't go away. Hold on, stop right there. Yeah, I've seen it three times. And let's get in this. Well, so I've I've seen we, it three times where they've needed to actually inject them to get them to get it down. Well, I know you're versed in this. How well much uh, boner uh, medicine did well the take <laughs> for that to happen? Uh, I don't know. I, I never asked. Probably too well, much. So, so in my there's, opinion. there's another type of um, erectile dysfunction medication. Uh, I think it's called Caverject. Caverject. Correct me Cav- if I'm wrong on I will, that. You are correct. Caverject so is an injection. So they inject into the cavern of the penis, which is the shaft. Yes. What? And it, yeah. So they actually do like a little injection in there to get it 
hard. I can't believe how people are so willing to just <laughs> inject stuff into their bodies. Desperate like, times, desperate, desperate measures, my friend. Right into the shaft. I'm so of the afraid penis. of needles. Like it, I don't know how people can just. Trust me, I'm it. taking a needle to the balls in a month. I am uh-huh. worried as well. You oh, also you have a tattoo. Like you voluntarily had someone Several. stick a needle oh. into your yeah. body. That is another real nurse thing. People who are covered in tattoos will freak out if I come at them with an IV needle. I mean, really? it's it's it is it's a common joke. It happens every day. Every day, two things happen to me. Well, multiple things happen, but these two things happen every shift. Somebody covered in tattoos will tell me I'm terrified of needles. And I'm like, okay. And I always say, but you have like 74 tattoos. And then they what say, percentage of people that come in there are covered in tattoos? Oh, uh, fair amount. Uh, the majority, maybe not covered, but the majority, I would say of people under the age of 50, I would say 70% so, at least have one. So tattoo people are more likely to be in the ER than non-tattoo people. Well, so the ERs attract the lowest brow of any where you live. You can live in the nicest area and the ER will still attract the slums where you live. Which does not equate to tattoo people. I'm just going to put that But here's that the thing about tattoos. Like, tattoos are expensive. <laughs> How do these people afford to get these tattoos? Uh, if you could answer that question. Uh... I'll handle that. You don't pay your rent. <laughs> That's how. But I have, I have a lot of... There's a lot of people who are covered in tattoos that are just fine and they're paying for them. Yeah, you know, they're doing great. But yeah, people, they will tell you how terrified they are of needles. And I have the same interaction every time. And I say, it's, you know, and they'll say, yeah, but it's different. And I say, you're right. That's like thousands of needles. This is one. Um, and then the other thing that happens to me every day is as I'm drawing someone's blood and I have to take multiple tubes of blood, somebody will always tell me, don't take it all. Every day, and it's the, the you want to see a nurse roll her eyes so fast, say to her, "Don't take it all when they're drawing your blood." How much AIDS? We, do you I see? will instantly hate you. Not much. My okay. So uh, this will be our final, probably nurse question. Unless the unless that's the a voice really said. bad joke. Don't take it all. It's the word. It's a dad say. joke. It's a dad joke. Yeah, oh, um, and all three of us are dads, and none of us would make that joke. But uh, the. So we have, uh, and I'm just going to say, a, a relative of the foxes uh, had what I'll call drip dick for. Um, <laughs> oh wait, I have so many chlamydia stories. For go on now. Six back for this, Miss Houlihan. Yeah, I think we need. He had it for six months before he ca- finally called me and said, "Hey, I've had this." You were his first call. I was his first call. He knew I was in the business, and. Uh, <laughs> You're not really in the business of that. At the time, I actually was, but uh, I, 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 I can't. I can't elaborate. But uh, the you can if you want. Let's just say I'm aware of the medication that can solve that problem. But uh, the six months with discharge on his underwear every day. <laughs> how much longer before he destroyed his urethra? Yeah, I don't even really know the answer to that. You know what the best part about that is? is he literally couldn't just look on WebMD. That's how <laughs> dumb he was. He does not know how to work the internet. No. <laughs> so when you see someone, because there's a pretty simple solution to chlamydia, right? It's just a, it's well, four or five days of antibiotics, right? It's a shot and a dose, and that's it, and you're done. Right. Like, I give it to you everything that you need in the emergency room, and you don't have to take anything else. Until you go back and fuck that person again and get it again and come back, which happens it's all the time. All the time. All the time. Now, God, I wish I had our recovering clap addict down here. Um, so I'll tell you something about the shot, too. So it burns. It's a penicillin-type shot, and it burns. 
Rosefin? Is it Rosefin? It is Rosefin. And so if your nurse is nice, she'll mix it with one ml of lidocaine, which will help numb the shot instead of mixing it with saline, which will make it burn. Um, that's so don't more be a, a jerk to the nurse. Is exactly. What you're saying. That's more of a professional courtesy that we kind of give. Like if somebody's like, yeah, what? Like if they're like Cartman, you know, like I'll do what I, I'll do what I want. Like it, forget it. No way. You're not, you're not, you're not getting the lidocaine. Flipper said it hurt a lot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody, I always try to tell people, let me, let me inject you in your butt because if I put it in your arm, it's going to hurt so bad. And they're like, no, no, put it in my arm. I'm like, okay, I'm warning you. It's going to hurt really bad. No, I don't want it in my butt. Okay, fine. Maybe well, taking it in your butt. I just don't want you to see their butts, I well, guess. Clearly right? they, so they, they clearly don't have an issue with their genitals. So the, and the other thing I've learned working in emergency room is that anybody can get laid. Like, you will look at the net. This guy came in one day, and he had greasy hair. Um, he was a little overweight, and he had a full set, both hands, of natural long-filed nails. And he said, I'm here because my girlfriend told me I need to get treated for chlamydia. And I looked at him and thought, like, oh, yeah, people, yeah, that's probably, I don't know, that happens every day, like at least, Um, at least a couple. Yeah. How many chlamydias do you get a day? Well, it depends on where we test a lot of people for it and don't necessarily treat them unless we're really suspicious that they have it or it's been reported to them that somebody they've had contact with has it. So there's a lot of people that will just come in for like issues and we'll, we'll do the test and then we'll tumble, we'll call you in a couple of days if, you know, if it's positive. And then if that's the case, then you're just getting the four or five days of oral antibiotics. All right. So here's a question for you, nurse. Um, what <laughs> doesn't, he, lo- doesn't he sound like he's from the 1950s? You know what I mean? Like, All right, nurse. Here we go. I could have just said woman. But I said nurse. 1950s. I tried to be, you know, professional. Um, do you want to stay in the ER or would you prefer to go to a different level? Like, or, you know, there's all sorts of nurses out there. Yeah, that's the nice thing about nursing. You can just get tired of something and go somewhere else. I think I would eventually like to do a kid's ER, kids only. Um, because the I get sick of the drunks and the junk the junkies and the and kids are less likely to have bottles of beer up their ass true but kids are also like they're probably actually sick they're not just clogging up your hallways with bullshit and then being belligerent and swinging on you and spitting on you and telling you to go eat a shit popsicle or that's the best insult i've ever heard too one drunk told the guy why don't you go eat a shit popsicle oh my god that's fucking amazing (laughs) all i want to is to tell porter to go eat a shit popsicle every day now I just visualized Porter eating a shit pasta <laughs> and enjoying it, by the way. Um, Did it look like one of those, like, pudding pop things? No, it was like it was like a bomb, like a bomb pop, but it was poo-colored, and you loved it, too. <laughs> um, all right, this will be the, the real final question. So, how, I, so in, in three, four shifts a week, like, how often are y'all losing people? No, oh, uh- good question. On a certain day, seem to have to them somehow they're all unrelated, but sometimes they're you know, it's like, oh, there's a bunch of strokes today, there's a bunch of GI bleeds today, there's a bunch of codes today. So it is weird because things do sometimes happen, like, oh, we had the, you know, we had a bunch of these today. Um, many shifts I go without seeing anybody die. Um, but one day we had a couple, there was some bad heroin going around, and we had a couple. Would that, be a, would that be a fentanyl issue, probably? 
I don't know exactly what it was, but we did tell. So we had we had a couple come in still awake, and then we had a couple um, a couple come in coding and died. And so when one of the ones that we were just observing came in and she was leaving, we were like, hey, listen, like, you know, there's some bad heroin going around. Like, she was like, you know, thank you guys. You saved my life, whatever. I'm leaving. Um, and we she like, went hey. to get more heroin. Well, we're like, there's some bad heroin going on. She's like, okay. And we're like, hey, text your friends. So she's like, I'm going to text all my friends and let them know there's bad heroin going on. So that could have prevented a few more people from dying. But it's just like a casual thing. Like, oh, okay, I know there's bad heroin out there. I'll tell my friends. Jesus. Hold on a second. They don't get arrested? No. 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 It's a free country, Fox. You know that more than anybody. Well, and it's funny because they... So sometimes people think they're in trouble, and we're like, we don't care. We're not the police. You know, we don't care. Usually the police have better things to do than deal with, you know, some guy who overdoses in his basement doesn't hurt anybody but himself. Um, But people, the first thing they want to do when they get to the hospital is use the phone because the last thing they remember is shooting up in their house or whatever. And now they want to know, well, shit, if the paramedics have been in there already and the police have been in there, who has my stuff? Who has my dope? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Well, I think we got to end on a positive. Burt Reynolds got, dying. We got two, we got two positive stories. First of all, unless you guys have anything else, this has been incredibly enlightening. Um, yeah, it have, is like, gosh, your life, your job is way better than mine. Well, way and, more. And that's why you'll find out that I don't really know much about what else you're going to talk about because it's kind of like that. I, I feel like I have enough information about all of that stuff. That I don't have to. I don't watch the news like I should. I don't, you yeah. know, I'm like, eh, whatever. I got my you're news. on the news. You are the news. Yeah, I think like, you'll have stories. Porter, what are you like doing right your now? Your job begins. He's being nice. Um, it's well, weird. We, um, we, I don't know what to do with it. You'll have an opinion on this next story without a doubt. Um, the uh, A couple episodes ago, we did the Flying Out of the Influence Award, and we will record an introduction to this. And we gave it to the guy who just was a just a dude working on the ground in the Seattle airport and just flew a plane, yeah. plane around Mount Rainier for a couple I, hours. I did see that. Fucking amazing. So Fox is right. She is watching these podcasts. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I've <laughs> seen it with my own She's two listening. Eyes. I'm sorry. She's listening. Um, and the next award winner of the Flying Under the Influence Award is a a a passenger. And I don't know if it's the guy that did this did you or say the pass- passenger. <laughs> he did. I, I was actually saying passenger, like the Deftone song, passenger. Um, but uh, Michaela Dixon, 21 years old, says she was aboard a United Airlines flight from Orange County to Chicago with her boyfriend on August 11th, who I have questions about what, what a pussy this guy is. When the man seated next to her masturbated quietly for hours. So Orange County to California it's a little. It's like a hours. what, like a four-hour flight, right? It's a four-hour flight, yeah, without a doubt. Um, see, she was horrified and shook silently in her seat, noticing. I mean, this is sexual assault, without a doubt. Uh, the part that I find fucking amazing, and I don't and it know was who Louis C.K. Yeah, well, Louis. Yeah, he wouldn't ask. He would just jerk off into a plant right in front of you. Um, is that United Airlines gave her a seventy-five-dollar voucher? Yeah, she's, she's a poor negotiator, clearly. Seventy-five in hush money. So I don't, you know, whether or not yeah. this is true. Seventy-five dollars in hush money. So, I mean, you're our first female guest. And how much is United Airlines revenue per year? Like I don't know, a billion more than dollars. more than nurses can afford. 
Yeah. I mean, it's there. Yeah. I fly Southwest. Yeah, we all do. We all do. Um, so question one is how much for any of us would we accept for a man jerking off for four hours? Oh, I want to fly free for a few trips at least. Okay. You? That's probably. I mean, I want like. I'm saying lifetime. I would love to say life, but I mean, that might be a little. I mean, they really could. They have so many of those damn companion passes. It's no big deal for me and a couple of people to get on a plane, even just me. But I'd love for myself and my family to fly free for a little while. But definitely, okay. I'm getting more than $75. Yeah, without doubt. And you're a nurse, so you probably see people jerk off all the time. All the time. Yeah, so. I would say American Airlines is calling BS on this whole story. United Airlines. Whatever. I mean, if American Airlines called BS, it would be a weird unification. Right. Like, hey, that bitch is lying. Um, I would say they said, you know what? Let's, so in that scenario, American Airlines would be Lindsey Graham. And hey, so did this guy have like a blanket, like one of those first class blankets they give you? Who could jerk off for four hours, first of all? Not me. No, nobody can. No. Ah, so he must have like... Did, at what point don't you just wake your boyfriend up and say, hey... When you know your boyfriend's yesterday. a pussy. Yeah, the boyfriend's a pussy. I think we know that. I think that's without a doubt the situation. So this whole story doesn't make sense. And United knew that and said, you're full of shit. Here's $75. Go fucking fuck yourself. So well, they weren't expecting it to make the news. Yeah, but in, in, in this climate, they need to be doing better whether she's They need being to do a lot better, Lindsey Graham. Wait, which climate are you talking about? The Me it's Too The movement? Me Too climate, yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on this fucking well, bullshit. You know, I Let's do... Not- Let's not get Kavanaugh started so my whole podcast gets shut down. Shut down. I do deal with rape victims also at work. And I will tell you that there are ones that are very believable and there are ones that are very questionable. Well, I, I think all you got to do uh, is read John Krakow's book about the University of Montana. You'll have a very different opinion. But uh, the bottom line is 75 is not enough. Whether there was a jerk off or not a jerk off. But who do we give the Flying Under the Influence Award to? The man that was able to jerk off for four <laughs> hours. And I'd hate to reward a sexual predator. No, we give it to the guy that negotiated with this dumb broad that only took 75 bucks. <laughs> See how I say he's from the 50s? Um, the- <laughs> I give it to the boyfriend who acted like he was sleeping. <laughs> no, he doesn't put get up anything. No, trust me. He knew she was full of shit. Maybe he worked for the airline. Did we investigate it? No, all we did was read one BuzzFeed article. Um, yeah, so maybe he's like VP of like whatever entertainment on United Airlines, and he like couldn't do nothing about it. But to, to quote my favorite movie, Mallrats, when he's talking about people jerking off in the air, and the question everyone wants to know is, did did he come? Yeah. yeah, we don't have an answer to that. This is like a Angela Lansbury murder she wrote without a fucking. An answer. Well, let me ask you a question, Reg. If he did come, is that worth push? more money or less? That's worth more. That's worth, worth more, without more? a doubt. Yeah, for 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 Michaela Dixon, yeah, without a doubt. But I think I think Porter, and it pains me to say that Judge Brett Kavanaugh is right in this scenario. I think he's right. I think he, whatever agent negotiated the seventy five dollar deal is the flying out of the influence award winner, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. 
put yourself in their shoes. It's 1130 at night or whatever. You're working in O'Hare, which is a fucking terrible place. And someone's like, hey, this guy was jerking off and he ran off the plane. He's jerking off for four hours. Like, I don't know, like $75 voucher or something. <laughs> yeah. And she just took it. This, this whole story doesn't make sense, though. None of it makes sense. I mean, why didn't she just push the flight attendant button? Instead, they're used the restroom. Well, it also well, I think actually that's a great question. Chicago. We need to have a flight attendant on the next episode. That's fine. We'll find one. So they said the man bolted. He was initially detained at the airport, but was able to leave before police arrived. Um, And that where are the police? There's police everywhere at the airport. How could they not arrive in time? The airline, the airline contacted police, which makes you think the police investigated it and said whatever. But also, if I'm right, you go to the airport all the time. You see a police officer every thirty seconds, right? Every thirty seconds, yeah. so there, our customer was immediately moved to a different seat when flight attendants were made aware of the security and was met by our security personnel. As the company cannot press charges on customers at half, we will provide as much assistance as possible to law enforcement authorities should they try and investigate this much further. Whether or not this is true, we're not in the we're not in the business of denying accusers on this podcast. This is only an anti-Kansas podcast. It's also an anti-Kavanaugh podcast, and probably an anti-Trump podcast. But uh, the the point is... Hey, which was this guy in the window seat or the aisle seat? He was on the aisle. She was in the middle. Her sleepy boyfriend. He was boyfriend. on the aisle jerking the, off? The sleeping boyfriend was... for four hours. This guy yeah, was so off. sleeping Good. boyfriend had the window. So I, so really the person in the other aisle seat had a, a complaint too. I mean, they're pretty damn close. It's not like that aisle's like six feet wide. Yeah, but what if we're dealing with another micro penis situation? Have well, you even I considered think, that? I think we clearly are. How else could you get yeah. away with it? Or he's Irish. It's one of the two. Um, well, what was the guy's last name in the article? No, it wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't detained. He was, was he let an go. O hyphen or an MC? Yeah, because the whole story's <laughs> BS. This, this chick was after some money, and she got seventy five dollars. Doesn't he sound just like Lindsey Graham to everyone out there? He he does kind of sound like Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Just go buy yourself a fucking Pepsi and be happy. Nobody. Pepsi? First of all, first of all, nobody fucking drinks Pepsi. Pepsi. Nobody Whatever. drinks Pepsi. I don't know. This is stupid. Just don't, the whole thing was stupid. She got busted. All right, so fun. Fox, are you on board with us giving the award to the seventy-five dollar negotiator? I think we have to. I think we have to without a doubt. No, I give it to the sleeping boyfriend. That's who I give it to. Why? Because clearly she said something to him, and he just like, ah, uh, fuck you, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> now, for those of us married on this here podcast, I think if your wife wakes you up and said, this gentleman is jerking off his micro penis next to me. I would say, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Only if she's full of shit. She was full of shit the whole time. Everybody Holy knew it. cow. All right. We're going to close up with Lindsey Graham's final segment. We say goodbye to a legend. What do you guys want to talk about, Moosk? Do we need to talk about Moosk? There's well, a lot to talk about there. We got to talk about Moosk, but I think we've already had so much knowledge of the, uh, you know, the nursing that we got to yeah. probably. Yeah, we him. got we got tops ten minutes left. By oh. the way, he's going to make plenty more news between now and the next. Between time now and then, he's uh, in a lot of trouble. He's in a lot of trouble, but hey, he's my hero. And he's going to make the world better. He did settle today. 
he settled and he gave up the chairman of the board position. Right. He paid twenty million dollar fine. He gave up the chairman of the board he position. He also owns like six other companies. So what the fuck does he care? Right? Am I wrong? Probably not. Probably not. So, but right. but but let's let's hear a struggling radio record. What he didn't do. Top Gun. Amazing. No, Days of not. Thunder. <laughs> so we'll start with. He, Vanilla Sky. <laughs> Vanilla Sky is a good one. <laughs> he would have been great in that role. <laughs> I mean, look at these movies. Cocktail. Han Solo. Okay. Which he regretted. Which. Wait, so Reynolds turned on Han Solo. How close in age were Harrison Ford and Burt Reynolds? Uh, Harrison Ford's just a little bit younger. Burt Reynolds was about 80 when he died. Harrison Ford's in his 70s. Uh, he How just, old was he before he got that stupid earring, though? Well, he lives up in uh, by the Tetons, whatever, Jackson Hole, and he has his own little airport there. And Yeah, like, he keeps crashing his he airplane. He keeps crashing his fucking plane. It's as if... Uh, the fucking silver fox is flying planes. All right, continue, Fox. Here's your dedication right, to Burt so Reynolds. Biggest, Han Solo. No, no, right. His biggest regret was James Bond. Really? Yeah. Who uh, got it in his place, Connery? He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Uh, he doesn't fucking know. He read one article. No, hold on a second. I'll tell you. It's Roger Moore is the answer to the fucking question. All right. Good, okay. Good cover up. <laughs> Roger Moore was a pretty lousy Bond. He was a shitty Bond. Daniel Craig is a phenomenal Bond. Yeah, he is good. Who's going to be the next Bond? Is it e- really? Idris Elba, Stringer Bell. It's going to be fucking great. Why? Because he's African-American? Because he's fucking Stringer Bell. That's all that matters. The Wire, bitch. Well, he's going to have a little different accent. West Side, yo. Stringer was a bitch. Everyone knows it. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. Why didn't uh, Avon become the next Bond? Right? Barksdale? Avon Barksdale? Yeah. Because Stringer ran that crew, and you know it's true. No, Avon ran it. Stringer was just, you know, running the business. All right, well, let's get back to Fox. He's got way more to talk about than Burt Reynolds. What else you got, Fox? Uh, uh, pretty Woman. Turn that down. Which role? Julie Roberts. <laughs> no. The Jason Alexander role? No. <laughs> on, that's that's fucking funny. Look look at how slow he is at reading an article. I know. I'm... It's Richard Gears. You guys know that? Yes, of course we know it. Jesus Christ. So, well... <laughs> All right. So, anyways, he turned out uh, one flew over the crow. What over the crow's nest, the cuckoo's <laughs> nest. Jack Nicholson's role. Good God. Good. Turn that down. Now that was actually one that I could see him doing. I couldn't see him doing Pretty Woman. I couldn't see him as Han Solo, but that turned out Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Die Hard. Thank you. John McClane is the character's name. So turned out Jack Nicholson. Let's stop there. We got to stop there. So we could have seen Burt Reynolds say "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker." That's correct. Think about that. I can't. I can't see it. All I see is Turd Ferguson as uh, Norm Macdonald playing. His- <laughs> Norm, by by the way, Norm Macdonald, victim of the Me Too movement. Again, another reason that there's that movement's got to go. But anyway, so his I'm just worried to put a plug out here right now. His show on Netflix is the funniest, fucking weirdest thing ever. Watch it. I, I haven't it's seen it. So yet. it it's so good. It's so good. 
I thought um, they might have pulled it after he said all that stuff, like supporting Roseanne and whatever. All right. Anything else from you, Porter, or uh, or Fox on Burt Reynolds, or are you just still trying to work through that article? No, no there's a lot. I mean, I mean, the guy was amazing, if you think about it. Well, can you talk about how he uh, married Lonnie Anderson and drug on their divorce for like 40 uh, years? That's not we don't know if that's true or not, right? It's absolutely true. Right, Reg? Yeah, he never paid alimony. He, he never, never paid, paid alimony. He never paid for sh- He ended up paying her big time. And I, I don't have the specific numbers now because I thought our producer would do the research. But uh, the, And he's got his desktop tower out there. And, I mean, reportedly, according to the last episode, he moved his router closer. I don't believe it. Um, think about the good things that he did instead of the bad. All right, name them. Yeah, what, what exactly e- good did evening, do? Evening you know, shade. Helicopter loads of freaking horse manure on the Esquire in Hollywood. Because don't, he for, didn't, don't forget about the nighttime like comedy Evening Shade. What's that? Evening Shade was great. Wait, um, so he, dry, he flew a helicopter over the... He had a huge ranch and he had a lot of horse poop. And the Esquire was writing some shit that they, he didn't like about him. I'm so sure related the time, to the alimony deal, but go ahead. Yes. At the time, the Esquire had the largest Christmas tree in, in Hollywood, I guess. And he decided that he was going to drop not one, but two helicopter loads of horse manure on top of the Christmas tree. So for the that listeners, that's a pretty good story. It's pretty that's great. fucking amazing. This guy is fucking hilarious. So for the listeners out there, you also need to Google Burt Reynolds, Mark Summers. You remember Mark Summers from Double Dare? Uh, they were on the Tonight Show together. I think it was with Leno once, and it was during the divorce. And Burt used to be on all the time because he's a badass motherfucker. He's a struggle. And Mark Summers made a comment about the divorce, and Burt Reynolds just poured a bunch of water out of him. You know what Mark Summers did? Nothing. Nothing. Take the physical challenge, Mark Summers, you bitch. <laughs> I think what, we have an episode title. What is uh, Reynolds' most memorable uh, role? Is it the, the Boogie Nights role? You know, he turned that job down five times before he took it. Oh, no, now he's got the article up because his router started. No, that, that was just research before. Thank you. Wait, so he turned down the Boogie Nights role five times? Five times. And then finally, whoever was producing it, a guy a lot like myself, was kept asking him. And Bert got first of all, that's Paul it. Thomas he Anderson. Said, he's one of the he's one of the most he's one of the most famous fucking directors putting out movies now. Yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah. And he's a lot. He's like not like you at all. He put yes, out "There yes, Will Be Blood." Yes, he yes. did "Phantom." God yeah. damn it! He said to him, "If you can get pissed like this, Magnolia, show, you will win an Oscar." And he did. He did not win an Oscar. Yes, he did. For that role? Well, now we know. Now you know that you can put an Oscar in your asshole when you're safe. Wait, so Burt Reynolds, Reg, is that true? He, did he win an Oscar for that role? I'm I'm checking it right now. I know I have a faster router than that piece of shit. There's no way. Because the yeah. Academy would not give any uh, awards to people in porn movies. They're too. Well, that was first of all, it wasn't a porn movie. It was about a porn movie. Yeah, but that's a P.T. Anderson movie. P.T. Anderson's won several awards. Okay. Did he win an award for that movie? The answer is no. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fuck! Correction. The answer is no. He was nominated.
I'm at 35. Well, first of all, Nurse Houlihan had to drop off. Uh, Burt Reynolds was in strip tease with Demi yes. Moore. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, he was in a lot of good movies. All right. So, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call that a good movie, but. It's a bad movie. It's a it piece of shit a, movie. It was a good movie when we were 14. We got we to thank some people and close this thing down. First person we want to thank is the cricket. He's been there all night in Fox's garage, just diligently chirping. And yeah, he's done all the job. He's done it. Yes, he's been there the whole fucking time, and you made it sound like it was Nurse Houlihan's. Uh, I want to thank Nurse Houlihan who dro- had to drop off. I, I mean, we. I think we educated some people tonight. I, I thought she did. I thought she was amazing. Uh, yeah. she's, I've been, we've been communicating. She said she would be happy to come back on the show. Uh, our, our next episode, I think we're going to have we're going to bring back a returning guest, uh, a fan favorite. Uh, I think it's time to bring back Bilko. Personally, really, um, we are building up to an election, and I would certainly love to get his Kavanaugh opinion. Uh, yeah, we need to work on a flight attendant. We need a flight attendant. I think I know one. Of course you do, Fox. I actually know one as well. Like, we can, really we can... know one? Oh, we also, Fox, we can't forget the, the one guest we reached out to with the uh, the implants. The enhancements. Yeah, yeah she, is, uh, she is ready to come on. She's all on board. Let's bring her on next episode. We're, we're going to try and be more regular with this. We, uh, we want to lead up to the election. We could probably do a double guest episode next time, maybe with Bill Coe's take on the upcoming election and with our enhancement correspondent. Hey, uh, hey, Fox, uh, Burt Reynolds was in a TV show called Flipper. <laughs> it was also an all dog go to heaven. Don't forget about Evening Shade. Um, so I think we're, we'll put we'll put this we'll put this one out probably next Thursday or Friday and then record again in a couple weeks um, to keep a more regular occurrence. Um, Is the cricket going to be back next week? Of course he's going to be fucking back. And in our effort to make this shorter. As it gets colder out, those crickets kind of die off, you know. Do you guys hear him right now? I can hear him. We've heard him the whole fucking time. And you pawned him off at the damn nurse. Nurse who? I got headphones in now. Between now and the next show, I will be reaching out to the International Men of Leather. Oh, and beginning that process to see if we can get engaged in their man of the year situation. If we can be a judge, if we can be a correspondent. I mean, we have Why a judge. Why don't you just enter the competition? If that's what it takes, Porter. My Memorial Day weekend is free. I will go with Porter if I need to. I think we go out to the Double Dare theme song for no. Burton Reynolds. Now, the, uh, the Double Dare theme song. I don't even know what that is. I'll find it online. It'll be fine. Well, yeah, you should definitely. Uh, or, like, maybe the ER theme song. Okay. we could. Yeah, probably more hospital-based. Could yeah. do the Grey's Anatomy theme song. We could just do Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Uh, it'll be ER based. I hope everybody learned a lot. Thanks, thanks to Nurse Houlihan. We'll put this out probably in a week. Uh, any final comments from you, Silver Fox, or the Cricket? Rat Pack. You guys remember that? Fuck off. 
All right, Porter, final comments? Um, yeah, Noon Whistle. Go get some. Pretty quality stuff. Uh, and we support uh, – we are – it's the anti-Kavanaugh podcast. Uh, fuck Kansas. Do. What did we learn? What did we learn tonight? 